Hello everyone, hi, welcome to Company of Two with me, Claire. This is just a solo voice note recording for you all. We are mid-September. It has been <laughs> it has been a month so far that has been so so much going on and I wanted to address the topic of balance in this solo episode. Laura and I have been voice noting on WhatsApp today and chatting about this topic ourselves and how things are very very seasonal. You know something comes in and then it disappears again Um, and the way that we both work as multi-hyphens is challenging. So by that I mean plugging into lots of different strands of work so for Laura she's got her singing work she's got her coaching work she's got a teaching so she gave up um a job in teaching but she will be doing a little bit of supply teaching which is coming up really soon so she's balancing all those things out and I am balancing coming back to my business after what's been a summer of a few different parts really and coming back to my business and trying to hold what I have built up energy in, but also knowing I have to let some things go. And that feels so difficult. I get so attached to my creative projects, to my commissions, to the work that I do. It's very difficult to be in a position where, you know, you've got to put something down and not just put it down for a bit, like cut it off. Like that's where I'm at. And I wanted to share that with you guys and um, the reason why I'm here, why I got to that point, which was uh, was really from a very teary exchange with my husband last night when I couldn't sleep. I was so wired. He was like, do you think you've had too much screen time? Do you think I've had too much coffee? I was like, you know, maybe both of those things are true, but this isn't that. This is a big awakening this is a big like vibrational I do not and cannot be plugged into all of this problem solving all of the time I'm so done I'm so so done so it started with um my son refusing to go to school last week and um I'm sure there's no judgment here my son's nine he has um some sensory processing differences I'm gonna say it's neuro neurodivergent for sure um and he has um what's called like a special need assessment plan in school but he doesn't have an educational healthcare plan he's never had one of those that is the legal document in the UK that enables plugged in support from government and at the moment the school just make reasonable adjustments basically but last week he refused to go to school but he also broke down like all day, all day. Like, you know, he's a happy-go-lucky boy, you know, he's full of cheek, he's full of charm and he just broke down all day. The next day, you know, I told his head teacher what had happened. The next day we had a chat and um, she questioned whether it might be appropriate for for her to come to the house. And I was like, absolutely. You know, for me, that just kind of lifts the veil on like who we are as people right because she just sees us as parents in the schoolyard obviously every exchange we've had has been on her terms in her environment and back in our environment you know it was like okay yeah just come and see how this is all working now I have absolutely no problem with having um anybody in the house you know like any any healthcare professional you know health visitors have been here obviously I, I invited the head teacher in 
with open arms because I just want the best for my son. I want him to have an education that he feels happy about. And she does have his best interests at heart, but she plugs into a system that doesn't. And I'll be really, really frank about that. The school system in the UK is dysfunctional. I've talked about this before. I've written about this before. It benefits those that strive for 100% attendance at school. And it benefits those who are, and now say this in inverted commas, gifted and talented academically. So because my son doesn't fit into either camp, like he has time off when he's poorly, he has mental health days, we have family holidays in term time, like we we look at his education in a holistic way. Um we would have loved to be have been home educators, but it wasn't the right fit for us as a family. We tried it in the pandemic. It was just, yeah, it was just nasty. It was not good. Um, he likes structure. You know, he likes structure. He likes routine. He likes school usually. But last week, you know, that didn't pan out. So the head teacher of the Now House, we went through various different conversations around emotional zones of regulation and all of this different color chart that they do in school and the next day we managed to get him to go on a school trip to a really exciting incredible venue called seven stories it's a center for children's books and it showcases illustrators and artists and it's you know something different isn't it it's something outside of the school environment it was a big long way on the bus and they had loads of fun and then the next day he was really happy to go to school and he's been really happy ever since last night I had a, a meeting with the head teacher to kind of work through all of the different strands of what we could do as parents and the agencies that we could be plugging in to support his education and to support his mental health and after that trying to just process that information knowing I couldn't really talk to my husband about it because my son was around and I really needed to have a private conversation and work through what we thought as parents was best for Leander so then when I was trying to sleep last night my whole body was just like so wired and I was just like okay like I need to prioritize this work or ignore it like Ignore it in like a really wholehearted way, though, is in like, no, like these systems and these things that I'm being asked to do, none of which fit together very well. It's just a firm no. Or I need to be really gentle with myself and treat it like a part time job because it will end up being a part time job. The way that it's been described to me sounds a lot of work. So what was bubbling up for me last night was that um, September has been difficult um, for lots of reasons. I'm working on a really difficult funding application that has just become just bigger than Everest. It is so huge. And I don't want to say too much about the content of the application, but my enthusiasm for the work contained in the application has dwindled so much because I have met with the funder recently I've tried my best to answer their questions that are again led by government and government agendas and I just feel like I want to live in a world where we make art because it impacts on people's well-being and we say that and we give a project plan overview and that's enough and I don't live in that world I live in a very different world the funded sector is the most competitive that it's than it's ever been I've had four rejections this summer which has meant that all of that income, potential income, 
is wiped out. It doesn't exist. So I have to find income from new sources. I have to look after my commissioned work and I have to plug into commissioned work that, again, can be quite tricky to manage um, and takes a lot of energy. And it's not working, guys. None of it's working. I'll be really, really honest about this because when I work with clients one-to-one and we look at the whole holistic picture of what they're doing, what they're plugging into, what their weeks look like, where their well-being slots are, where their inspiration slots are. There are so many light bulb moments around what is impacting and compacting other things. And we can really quickly lose sight of the vision. And I don't want to do that. Like the whole reason that I was plugged into one of these pieces of funding, a crowdfunding campaign, a new one, was because it contributed towards our bigger vision. But if the bigger vision on the daily is not the same, and by that I mean that if you're waking up and feeling stressed out and working towards a vision that is leaving you feel unwell and unable to sleep, then that's not the right path to the vision. And that's where I'm at. So last night, you know, I was my head was racing through all of the different things that I could do, all of the different like asks I could make to put things down, to stop doing things completely to to build up new income streams so everything would feel okay in my business like it was all in that problem solving bit of my brain again and actually I want to for a little while come back to the vision and come back to the small steps that enable me to work towards the vision and that is the work that I'm going to sit and do today. So I am going to plug into one of my mentors for a little bit, change my mindset and get out of all of that sort of space of it feeling too hard and too big and too emotional. I'm going to find some balance and then I am going to work on my vision and I'm going to work on the small steps towards my vision and I'm going to decide what needs to leave the ether. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to decide what I can put down or get rid of completely, Um, maybe put on pause, but I don't think so. I'm feeling very determined to just cut some things out of my life, cut some things out of my brain um, and give my gifts to the world in other ways. So at the moment, I'm plugged into two commission projects that have been running for one of them has been running for sort of three, four years. The other one's about a year. And I'm also plugged into my Substack membership spaces, which I adore. I'm also plugged into one-to-one client work, which I adore. And I'm also tentatively looking at how to set up a new masterclass. But I'm being cautious about that because I did lots of masterclasses at the start of the year. I learned a lot, but I've also learned that to show up and market a masterclass like takes time and energy and I don't have that at the moment. The other thing that I'm plugged into is a crowdfunding campaign for our soil web project and I'm feeling like and I will share this with you um when I've done the work I'm feeling like that is actually feeling like it's too much to get hold of right now. I feel like there's things about it that just aren't working. Um that the crowdfunding campaign I've already done I mean I must have done at least six days of work towards 
what we needed to get ready for the crowdfunding campaign and the match funding on the campaign is a thousand pounds I've already you know spent in time and energy way over a thousand pounds of my time my husband's also edited a beautiful video and that's been well in terms of the equipment so he invested in new editing software a new camera a new equipment to go with that camera mic and stuff like that and then he has um invested loads and loads and loads of time learning the editing software which he knows you know pretty well now and making the video so we've also done that but we've learned so much in the process I feel like where it is now is I've been pushing and pushing and pushing because I know that to get into that place of like bypassing my inner critic and bypassing my fear I've got to birth something I've got to put it out in the world but then intuitively things can still feel wrong you know you can still birth things that you think oh no that's not quite right actually like that's not what I wanted to do that's not what I wanted to put out in the world or that's not the right step towards the big vision so yeah I'm going to have a look at the balance of all of the projects that I plug into and all of the streams of income that bring me paid work, excuse me, it's cold getting the better of me today. And um, I'm going to do that work around those small steps towards the big vision. And I'm going to let you guys know how it goes. And I want to invite you all to tell me about your visions, to tell me about what you're plugging into. Like, what what does design your own life look like to you? Like, what does your ideal work and well-being week look like? Like, how do things flow? How do things fit? Do you have time working at home? Do you have time going into inspiring cities? Are you working with friends in coffee shops? Do you pick the kids up from school? do you take the kids anywhere after school? That's my other thing. I'm always like in like slight comparison about all the after school things, activities that kids do. Um, and my son hasn't ever really been up for it. He does do football training now, but I'm always like, should I be like trying to take Luna to dance lessons? What's it all about? Um, yeah. What do you want your life to look like? And how does your business plug into that? That is my invitation for today. I'll leave you there. I hope you are all well today and you are having a beautiful Sunday. Um, I'll see you in the comments.